0: And I'm John Papa.
1: And I'm Phil Hack.
0: Hey, thanks for coming, Phil. Thanks for coming, Phil. I let you in. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, you went like that, and I thought you were reaching for a handshake. I was like, oh, you did, okay.
0: Today, we're going to talk about five things about GitHub. And I'm John Papa.
1: And I'm Phil Hack.
0: Hey, thanks for coming, Phil. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, high five. (laughs) All right. So, about GitHub. I've been using GitHub for years. I know you've been there almost since the beginning. Is that right?
1: Yep. When well, th- not from the beginning, but I've been there six and a half years and uh, quite a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, you know just about everything there is to know about GitHub, right? <laughs> yeah, I wish. All right. So, a couple of things about this episode is you're going to teach us some things that maybe most people don't know about using GitHub, such as Whitespace. Yeah.
1: So if you've ever used GitHub uh, pull request feature or diffs, uh, you know that like white space changes. Sometimes you want to ignore them, and there used to be this hack that it, people would do where you added question mark w equals one, and what that meant was uh, you know tr- uh, ignore white space. Uh, the problem was you couldn't comment on PRs when you did that. Um, but recently we fixed that by adding an actual UI element. So now when you're looking at a pull review, there will be diff options. You click that button, and it brings a drop down, and it gives you an options to either use unified or split diff, and also gives you an option to ignore white space. And the best part is if you ignore the white space, you can still comment on pull requests. It, it retains that information.
0: And that makes people who are reviewing open source pull requests
1: lives much easier, right? Absolutely. You can focus on what the content of the changes, and I recommend applying linters to deal with the white space differences.
0: Great. Thing number two, project board automation. So in GitHub, is this to help with like, issues and PRs that can mount up in your projects?
1: Yes. Um, if you're a project team, whether you're working on open source or on you know, uh, internal project, uh, managing sort of when things happen and all that can be challenging. So uh, what not a lot of people know that is that GitHub has project boards, which are kind of like Trello boards um, or Kanban boards is what some people call them, mm-hmm. and you can put you know, items in swim lanes. Um, but what's really cool is if you, when you create a board, there's now project automation as well. So you can say like, oh, when this issue is closed, automatic mo- automatically move it from this column to this column. And um, what's really neat also is that you know a lot of real projects actually consist of a lot of different repositories, and so you can have one project board uh, have a card that rep- uh, represents the status of another project board by simply creating a note and cut cut and paste the URL of the other project board. And then that card will stay up to date with the other project board. So, for example, if you had like a node project, then you were also working on some dependencies. Uh, You might have cards for each of the dependencies that point to their project boards.
0: Oh, very cool. And we can learn about that here from the link?
1: Uh, Right here.
0: Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Am I going to get a Snapchat filter if I misbehave? (laughs) Probably, yes. (laughs) Thing number three, GitHub Desktop. I haven't used this recently. So tell me what's changed and what's there. So the last time you used it,
1: we were two apps, one for the Mac, one for the Windows, uh, written in uh, native technologies like WPF and C-Sharp on the Windows side, um, Objective-C, Swift, and Cocoa on the Mac side. And a couple years ago, we rewrote it in Electron. Uh, so for those who don't know, Electron is a cross-platform desktop technology uh, based on Chromium and Node so that you can use your web technologies to build a client application.
0: And apps like Atom, VS Code, and Slack are built in Electron, right? Exactly. Yeah.
1: And so, we rebuilt desktop on it, and now um, it runs on Mac and Windows, and uh, there's a community effort to run it on Linux. And um, what's really cool about it is, uh, it gives you a nice visualization for like, creating commits. Uh, especially, you know, even if you're someone who is really proficient in the command line, you might use the desktop app to create partial commits, uh, you might use it to check out a pull request, for example, because now our our branch dialog lists pull requests. so you can say, oh, I just want to check out that pull request and check it out. One of the other nice things about it if you're a command line you know, uh, user is mm-hmm. if you're a lot of times you're running commands in the command line like you know you're a node, you're running Npm run. Uh, you can write github space dot and dot represents the path. So you can be any path, but dot would be the current directory. Mm-hmm. and that'll launch GitHub desktop to the current directory and add that repo if it's not already tracked. So that's a quick way like I'm working on NPM, I'm ready to commit my changes, run GitHub dot, uh, select all the things you want to commit, create a commit and then um, there's a menu to uh, publish a pull request. So all from desktop.
0: Great, and we can get it from here?
1: Uh, Yeah, right there. Right there. Oh, there. Yeah, right there.
0: Somewhere. Somewhere, (laughs) right there. Right there. I'm just doing it because I wanted to clap. (laughs) I felt left out. (laughs) Thing number four. You recently extended GitHub to accomplish something. Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, I wanted to add sentiment analysis for issue comments on GitHub, and I wanted to, as a proof of concept, uh, the idea is uh, you might want to know, for example, uh, what is the overall sentiment of comments on your repo and like is there things you can do to keep it more positive? And so uh, what I did is I uh, used a combination of um, GitHub extension points along with some
0: Azure and Microsoft
1: extension points.
0: Cool. Thing number five. What's step one in creating this?
1: Well, the first thing I did is create a webhook. So uh, GitHub repositories have an extensibility point where you can set up um, a webhook to send a payload based on events that happen within GitHub, like a new issues created, issues, PRs, all that yeah. stuff. You need something to receive that webhook, like a service. And uh, setting up a whole service for you know, a webhook can be kind of a pain. And I thought, oh, uh, I want to check out this new serverless thing. And so I tried out an Azure function. And Part of the reason is that is that I had heard that Azure functions specifically support GitHub um, webhooks. So when you create a function, you can say this is for a webhook, and it actually you know, stubs out the method, where the argument to the method is the GitHub payload, right. and it um, gives you the URLs that you need to post in your repository settings, and
0: then you're all set, you're up and running. So functions aren't just for HTTP backends, you can also use GitHub webhooks. That's yep. great. Thing number six, yeah somebody posts an issue and you have to analyze the text. How do you do that?
1: Well, I thought about hiring a thousand people to review every issue as it came in, but uh, what I realized was, um, there's some really interesting AI out there or uh, machine learning algorithms that can Mm -hmm. do that. But I don't know how to do that stuff, so I looked at uh, Microsoft Cognitive Services, and they have really cool, distinct services that are very uh, specific and focused on accomplishing a task. And so I called it Textual Analysis. service. And what's nice is I could use NuGet within Azure Functions to get the API, use that to call that service, do the text analysis, and then um, that would tell me where the sentiment of the comment was positive or negative.
0: So basically, there's an API with cognitive services where you just pass in, here's the text, and you, it tells you kind of what that sentiment looks like.
1: Exactly. It even tells you what language the
0: text is in if you needed that
1: information. So it's really
0: cool. Very cool. Thing number seven, once you've figured out what the sentiment is, What do you do with it?
1: Well, so what I wanted to do was update the comment with a sentiment score. um, But I do this as a proof of concept. I highly recommend not having a robot uh, admonish people for being negative or positive. Right. Um, But as a proof of concept, I wanted to update the comment. And so what I did was I used Octokit, uh, which is our uh, client API. We have one for C-sharp and um, other languages. And um, use that to call our web a- uh, GitHub's web API. So we have an API for um, that gets you access to just about any data in GitHub. Uh, we also, you know, I want to put a plug in. We also have uh, a new GraphQL API. So that's uh, oh. starting to get fleshed out and gives you a lot more um, info. Um, but with that ap- with Octokit, I was able to just uh, you know find the comment, find the uh, issue that it was on and then update that comment with a sentiment score. And and if you go to this URL, you can see it in action. Is that to your blog post? Uh, That's, uh, no, this one is to the blog post. Oh, That's the blog post. Yeah. And this one one to the Octokit? That's the the repository where I set up this webhook. And uh, if you post a comment to it, it will show you the sentiment
0: score. Bonus thing. Not everybody has your personal email address, which is right here, by the way. So how do people keep up with changes in GitHub?
1: Uh, So the great news is we have a new uh, change log, which is a log of changes. Really? Yeah. And uh, if you go to this URL right there, um, you'll see all the new features that are coming, uh, or that have recently been released from GitHub. So it's a great way to keep track of all these new things, because I know it can be hard to keep track of.
0: Excellent. Hey, Phil, thanks for coming in. This has been great. It's been my pleasure. This has been five things about GitHub.